property people, end of financial year, we've got a couple days to go. If you have an investment property, there may be some tax deductions that you are missing out on. We're going to talk about them today. Stay tuned. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Michael. Hey, how, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you going? Yeah, good. How did you sleep? Did you dream of fairies? I did. I dreamt of property. <laughs> As every good real estate agent should. You dreamt of <laughs> tax deductions, tax deductions, tax deductions, tax deductions. Everyone loves the end of financial now, year. Now, uh, market everywhere. <laughs> It goes up everywhere, and we've only got a couple of days to go, but uh, with property, small and regular, people often miss out on deductions um, with their investment property, more so because people aren't educated. So um, to take the time and stop and do the research, uh, perhaps speak to your accountant, people don't really reach out, then it's too late, then it goes into a next year, and then you sort of forget about it again. So today we wanted to give everyone a little bit of a poke that's got an investment property and do that a little bit of A to Z of what we see our landlords claim. Yeah. And that's the thing because, well, I guess, yeah, like you said, Mark, throughout the year, you sort of go about your day-to-day business. You do what you go through the motions with your, your investment property, but it's only really now it sort of hits tax time and everyone goes, Oh, I should have done that. I should have done that. And there still is time as well to be able to claim some of your deductions and, go through the rigmarole with it in terms of depreciation schedules and the rest of it um, because otherwise you're just leaving money on the table. And guys, if you've got any questions, it is a live show. Ask, ask away, ask away, ask away. We will answer them on the spot on the fly. Um, but hang on, who we got here? Oh, Jeff Luby. There he is. Extraordinaire. <laughs> How are you, Jeff? Good morning. Um, so with with these costs so if you've got an investment property and there's maintenance and repairs that are required to the property they are deductible um as in you get you get a portion you will get a portion of that back um in your tax in your tax um deductions in your in your group when, when you go to claim back um but if you're doing something like a bathroom or kitchen, they regard it as a capital cost. And then you have mm. to depreciate that over years and years and years and years. So the low hanging fruit for people that I see, for landlords um, that I see, are um, Lisa calls it the money show. Why is she having, she's always having a go at us. We Lots are in property. <laughs> we are in property. Um, Tax evasion is illegal, uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, tax minimisation is a sport, and Lisa says, uh, watch their own, uh, people should get their own financial advice. Absolutely, absolutely. But this is purely an observation of what we see people do. And now, fortunately, yep. we do manage a hell of a lot of property at Novak. We manage it well. Um, and there are a couple of days in order for people to do 
to to make claims on their property now just how it actually how how it is and, and not a lot of people realize how uh, lucrative uh, it can be or how much they're leaving on the table in that financial year that you've done you've you've done the um uh, you've done any works to the property or maintenance and repairs, um, you'll pay tax. Uh, and generally you'll pay tax of 20 or 30 cents in a dollar, 40 cents in a dollar, whatever that may be. Um, there is the opportunity to claim that tax back if you've spent that dollar on maintenance and repairs. So the idea is, guys, the next couple of days, if your property needs any maintenance and repairs and you can pay for them, you can actually pay for them um, to get them done, you will be able to claim that. And a lot of landlords simply forget, don't know, don't realise how lucrative it is. So have a bit of a think about your investment property the next, we've only got probably the next, about three days, four days left or till the end of financial year. But have a bit of a think, is there anything you can do to invest uh, in maintenance repairs? Uh, white goods is always a good idea. Um, you know, if you want to upgrade your, um, uh, your um, dishwasher, your oven, your stove, that may be a bit crappy. Um, air conditioning, uh, I've got to say, Michael, a lot of people are putting air conditioning in these days. Yeah, it's interesting because I guess a lot of apartments, even when I started doing this seven years ago, it wasn't as common. And I find more people, like you said, Mark, are starting to invest in it now. Um, and that's because it's becoming one of those, I guess, what was a luxury is now considered more of a necessity um, for a lot of apartments. So what was considered before, you were lucky if you got one, everyone is now sort of expecting, well, this place should have air conditioning. Um, and so as a landlord, to be able to maximise yourself, like Mark said before, when you're doing all these things, to maximise the dollars back into your pocket, it's just smart business, especially now as well, with interest rates the way they've gone. And we've talked a lot about interest rates on this show, but cash flow wise, it is tough now to be able to hold on to properties. So anything you can do to put money back in your own pocket, it's just, yeah, it allows you to hold on to the property for longer. Um, and then on top of that, like Lisa said before, we're not giving financial advice. We're just literally trying to give people a prod, speak to your accountant, speak to your property professionals, um, because there's so much out there and even stuff we won't cover today as well, all these little nuances with it, um, to be able to help cover your costs. Even if you've forgotten about stuff that you've actually done, this is this is this is this is the time to claim it and register it. So you may find that you, you with your own money you went out and bought something, uh, maybe cleaning products or whatever. But you you may have or paint um, for your property. You've painted your property or paint brushes. You may find that you've actually spent that money already, and you actually have and you just simply forget um, to flag it. A great little thing that I've always done personally um, is I've always kept a separate payment system for things that are tax deductible. So whether that's an FPOS card that I use only for tax deductible items or a credit card that I use for only tax deductible mm. items, and I actually separate them. So people may do that in property where they've actually got a separate bucket that they, they are for maintenance, repairs and things that they're spending that are tax deductible. And then that makes it just easier to remember otherwise you're literally giving a receipt to your accountant a year a year later and it's like how are you going to remember to do that whereas when you can bring out 12 statements and go there they are they're all the items that i that that were spent on my property uh, maintenance and repairs hmm. 
Exactly. And also another big thing, repairs, as Nicole said, um, and also getting a depreciation schedule as well. I think that's a big thing that a lot of people don't realise. If you're buying a brand new property, it seems to be sort of forced down your throat if you're buying a brand new one. But you can get ones if you've done renovations to your property, even on a secondhand property as well. Look into it, guys. For the sake of spending however much it costs you to get one, a few hundred bucks, it can literally save you thousands. BMT are the tax depreciation specialists. Their weapons out there, they're probably the biggest in Australia. They do oh they they did have a, a campaign where they said if you don't pay for your um your depreciation schedule in the first year, um we will it won't it will be free. Uh, we won't charge you at all for it. That is how confident they are or were on the tax depreciation thing. So if you do have an investment property, I love this, what you've just mentioned. If you do have an investment property, believe it or not, and just to explain a little bit, you can depreciate on the structure, even if it's a unit, you can depreciate on the structure, but there needs to be some sort of formal framework around that so people get bmt tax depreciation to do it formally um as to how much people are eligible potentially to claim and then you put your claim up now the nice thing is if you do if you haven't got it and you've owned the property for five years you can claw back more than one year i'm not sure exactly how many years you can claw back but um it's 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 lucrative it's money in your hand guys if it's a dollar or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars that even the dollar is money so it is good and healthy to get a tax depreciation schedule on your property it's not too late mm. and there's some nuggets and there's some nuggets now word of warning word of warning you ready for this one ato widens data matching capacity what does that mean in later? So the Australian Taxation Office has expanded their capabilities and will now include information from property managers, landlord insurance, and sharing economy providers. So uh, when you're making these deductions uh, this financial year or some that you've made, um, make sure you're on your best behaviour with these because now the ATO is faster, smarter, stronger. Um, they've increased their data matching system. We're providing information to property managers, landlords. So basically they're getting a look, a Guernsey, they're getting a look in to a lot of other companies and then they're data matching it to the names and then they're data matching it to the, to the claims that these people yeah. are making. So, um, to drill down just a little bit further. The ATO says while nine out of 10 property owners were getting their tax returns wrong. Wow, nine out of 10. <laughs> nine out of 10 people are getting, their, are getting it wrong. The additional data matching capabilities of investment properties um, and loan data and landlord insurance information, uh, it should be a marked improvement. About 80% of taxpayers with rental income claims a deduction for interest on their loan. This is an interesting one. They, 
uh, 80% of, of taxpayers with rental income claimed a deduction of interest on their loan that was a mistake. So <clears throat> where that happens, and furthermore it says, this is from uh, the Accounts Daily, um, mm. what they're actually doing is people are increasing their loan, and it has it in here, it has a couple of examples actually, um, that people are increasing their loans to buy a car, a boat, uh, or a not related, uh, not investment related uh, purchase, and then they're claiming that that interest on interest it. on that part of the life. Interesting, yeah. And you can you can you can imagine that in most people's world, they just focus on let's get the loan, let's get the loan, use the equity, get the loan. What's the interest rate? But they sort of forget to report to the accountant that hey, this thirty thousand dollars is actually not tax deductible. So the interest is not tax deductible. Hence, why people are getting it so wrong. Yeah, yeah. So they're cracking down on that. Yep. Wow. All right. Very interesting. And it's just good to be aware because also that's the thing as well that stings a lot of people as negligence is just not understanding it as well. And that's why you do need a good accountant when it comes to this as well that can help navigate this minefield. Because as you can see, nine out of 10 people aren't doing it right. Um, and so you just don't want to land yourself in hot water. You want to do it the right way. You want to do it the best way possible to land the most amount of money in your pocket legally and doing the right thing. So be smart. And Michael, before we go, even if you've got a great accountant, are they really going to sit you down and talk about these 20 or 30 items that we've talked about today every year and say, no. hey, with your new loan, have you checked? Hey, however, hey, hey, hey. So the onus is still on the individual. I can see where this where this error is happening with the ATO and, and taxpayers' yeah. claims and accountants because, you know, People have to be aware because their accountants are not going to spend that much time in most part. Like, you know, uh, I'm sure there's great accounts that will do that, but I'm sure the majority won't. So just be careful. You want to educate yourself as well. You want to highlight it with your accountant and then they'll run you through it. If you don't prompt them with it, chances are they may not run you through it at all. Poke, poke, poke. That's it. Hope it's Bye, been Mr. Silich. Thanks. Have a great day. See you, Thank mate. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.